You are listening to the No People Pleasing Zone. If you're ready to unlearn people pleasing patterns and tame your fears so you can stand in your power and claim the unapologetic life you're entitled to, you're in the right place. I'm Easy Martin Chan. Let's get started. Have you ever found yourself revisiting conversations in the middle of the night? wondering if you said all that you should have said. I can't tell you how many times that has happened to me over the years. I've judged myself ruthlessly. But I've also come to recognize that I am what I call a reflective thinker, like the luxurious sensation of stroking rich velvet. A question or concept given time can be a place to discover depth and understanding. Today, I'm doing just that with a question I was asked recently. Stick around and find out if it's always wrong to be a people pleaser. You have now entered the No People Pleasing Zone. Host Elizabeth Martin-Chan is here to pull you out of the people-pleasing rabbit hole into a world where you are priority number one. So keep those earbuds in, close the door, and claim your personal time just for you. Hey, it's Elizabeth in the No People-Pleasing Zone, where we stop pretending that people-pleasing isn't impacting how we show up in the world. We enter this space this zone, with the willingness to examine the hard stuff, the illogical and nonsensical way we interact with people that have become the norm. And we boldly strive to radically love who we are and reclaim self-acceptance. So keep those earbuds in, do what you need to do in your reality to carve out the time to stick with us in the no people-pleasing zone. So a couple of weeks ago, I was asked a question by a longtime supporter, follower, and listener. And it was a question that I think is worth exploring here in the No People Pleasing Zone. Catherine has witnessed my growth and expansion, always quietly encouraging me as I ride the rapids in my journey, even when it's felt like I've been sitting in a sinking boat lined with penetrating holes. Anyway, a few weeks ago, Catherine asked me, is it always wrong to be a people pleaser? Before I share my thoughts and answer this question, I want to start with a short story. One summer, while I was visiting my father, my aunt asked me if I would try to untangle a necklace chain. She asked me because I've always been really attentive to fine details and solving puzzles. Spending hours in my youth, I did cross-stitches, and I always seem to have a puzzle on the go. So I was natural to take on the task. What she handed me was not a simple knot in a chain, but rather something more resembling a medieval mace and chain. Over the course of the next several weeks, I slowly liberated the mace into its former glory as a necklace chain. It took a process of patiently approaching the tangled mass from many angles and allowing space for breaks 
when it all just seemed a confusing, nonsensical mess. I'm telling you this story because often this is what untangling life down what I call the people-pleasing rabbit hole resembles. We don't start out life a tangled, confused ball of being, interacting with others in nonsensical ways. No, we're born into this world fully whole, completely vulnerable, but whole in our core being, whole in who we are. Along the way, each of us became a kind of tangled mess, possibly even feeling like we resemble some sort of medieval weapon of war. The process of untangling that mess requires a willingness to look at things from many angles, to shift perspectives. It requires making space for breaks when things just seem a confusing, nonsensical mess. And it requires a level of self-love that means we don't give up on ourselves. So Catherine asked me, is it always wrong to be a people pleaser? And the longer I've sat with this question, the more I realize its nuanced depth. Like that necklace disguised as a mason chain, this question needs to be explored from a variety of angles. My initial answer to the question was, it depends on the motivation. The motivation behind the actions you're labeling as people-pleasing. Humans are social creatures. We require community. That reality is written in our DNA. We need to be accepted into community. That's how we feel safe in our bodies, how we know on a body level that we are best set up for survival. Being a part of community means doing things for one another. This brings us to the nuance of motivation. If you end up doing something for another person, and each of us will find ourselves doing a lot of things in the next few weeks for other people, That's just the nature of holidays and gathering with other people. So if you find yourself doing something for another person where the motivation is all about being accepted, doing what you believe others expect or want you to, or even to be, if you're putting on masks that don't resonate with who you are just to please, then that doing is something that has motivations external. And it might not be doing that serves you. In fact, the thing, that people-pleasing thing, is something that you are doing because of the nonsensical and illogical rules found down the people-pleasing rabbit hole. Because the rules down the people-pleasing rabbit hole are all about doing what we believe society, culture, and family need us to do. Also, we can be accepted by the community. And down the people-pleasing rabbit hole, these doings are toxic to our being ourself, toxic to us being, living in our wholeness. But we also do things for others out of love, out of fulfilling who we are at our core. As social creatures, This need to be in communion with others isn't wrong. It isn't toxic. It's only when we're stuck somewhere down the people-pleasing rabbit hole that demands we do in a way that doesn't honor who we are. That doing for others becomes an issue. So motivation behind our doing is what really needs examination. 
Is it something that each of us in our own personal evaluation needs to be able to explore and answer for ourselves in each particular situation? I can't determine for you if making all the fixins for sit-down extended family dinner is motivated by love of providing the space, the food, and the entertainment. Only you can determine if this action that we might label as people-pleasing is motivated from something that is true to who you are, to your core wholeness, to your core being. If the motivation feels like love, feels like it comes from a place of truly being you, there's nothing toxic about it. It doesn't steal away part of who you are. It reinforces who you are. But if the motivation is about pleasing others, about doing so, so that you feel accepted, and it doesn't align with who you are or what you want to be doing, then it is toxic. It's hurtful to self. It's nonsensical behavior that puts a check mark next to sticking to the status quo. And it doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve your wholeness. And those are the motivations we all need to become consciously aware of and be willing to challenge so that we can honor and love who we are on an individual level. And now I want to return to the question, because the longer I sat with this question, the more I saw two further things that needed to be addressed. Things embedded in the question itself, in the wording of the question. Is it always wrong to be a people pleaser? There's a reason why I frame the concept of people pleasing as a place, the people pleasing rabbit hole. When people pleasing is something that occurs because we're stuck in a place, it speaks to something other than our beingness. People pleasing is not who we are. It's something that we do. And we do it because of a scaffolding we constructed down the people pleasing rabbit hole that makes us feel it is necessary. Shifting this perspective allows us to release ownership of people pleasing as a part of who we are and instead separate and understand that what we do isn't who we are. So the question itself, is it always wrong to be a people pleaser, needs to be viewed through a lens that recognizes this. It's about shifting perspectives and looking through a lens that recognizes how our language reveals an intrinsic concept of people-pleasing as part of being. The deep dive here is dissecting people-pleasing from our beingness. Like untangling a necklace that resembles a mason chain, examining the subtle nuances and meanings of language through various angles, through various lenses, helps us to see the details we may at first miss. Details that are important to changing how we show up in the world. Because so many of us want to stop pretending. Stop pretending that people-pleasing isn't impacting how we show up in the world. And we don't always know how to do that. But if we understand that people-pleasing isn't part of our being, 
it becomes easier to release it, to stop it. There is one more thing about the question I want to address, because the question also reveals the working of the inner critic. Is it always wrong to be a people pleaser? Wrongness. The question reveals how easily we self-judge. Let's really dig down into what wrong means. Wrong. There's an emotional charge to that question. Not correct or true. Unjust, dishonest, immoral, unsuitable, or undesirable. We've already explored how the framing of the question embeds people-pleasing as part of who we are. And now with the use of the word wrong, it shows, it reveals the inner critic making judgments about who we are. Being. Are we being not correct or true? Unjust, dishonest, immoral, unsuitable, or undesirable. Words are powerful. They hold a magic that makes us believe things. If we believe that we aren't correct or true, that we are unjust, dishonest, immoral, that we are unsuitable or undesirable, certainly we are more likely to continue to dismiss who we are at our core and employ employ people-pleasing as a manner of seeking membership to the community. And this is where radical self-love and acceptance is so important and is so rebellious. So what if you people-please? So what if you do things that don't resonate with who you are yesterday or today? You are living a journey, a pilgrimage, a pilgrimage home to self. And that's what you learn along the way that matters. People-pleasing is what you do, what you've done because you're stuck down the people-pleasing rabbit hole, where there's this scaffolding that is all about surviving as a member of the community. Wrap yourself in a blanket of love because you are correct. You are true. You're just and honest and moral. You're suitable and you are desirable. There's nothing wrong with you, with your beingness, even when you're stuck down the people-pleasing rabbit hole, even when you're people-pleasing. Give yourself love and grace. That opens the door for different choices today, tomorrow, or down the road. So the question was, is it always wrong to be a people-pleaser? My answer, there's nothing wrong with you. People-pleasing isn't who you are. It's a series of actions that result from being stuck down, what I call the people-pleasing rabbit hole. And only you can determine if your actions originate from a motivation that resonates with your core being or from a place of seeking approval and acceptance while denying self in the process. So in the midst of the craziness of the holiday season, when there are so many opportunities to take people-pleasing action, have grace with yourself. Take the time to be patient in illogical and nonsensical situations and allow for unraveling by choosing the radical act of self-love and self-acceptance. Remember, you are worthy. 
You are enough and you are everything the world needs right now. I'll see you next time in the No People Pleasing Zone. If living outside of the people-pleasing rabbit hole resonates with you, hop on over to reclaimingselfacceptance.com to receive your free copy of Adventures in Reclaiming Your Life, Five Secrets Every People-Pleasing Woman Should Know Now. Don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcast app, and we love five-star reviews, too. Okay, beautiful rebel, that's it for this episode. I hope you found value in today's content because you are deserving of more delicious, unapologetic self-love in your life. If you want to come hang out with me on social, you can find me over on Instagram at easy.martinchan or on Facebook at Elizabeth Martin-Chan. If you haven't done so already, go hit subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And if you leave us a five-star review, you'll help others discover our podcast. I'll see you next time.